every fucking nine I know has like gravitated toward a much more dramatic. Yes. Partner. Oh yeah. Except seems... for me, I didn't find <laughs> I didn't find anyone dramatic at all. You're with it too, baby. I'm with it too. <laughs> I would prefer just kind of everything was uh, a nonverbal communication. That's fair. That's social blind as well. Yeah. Yeah. The blind spot never is just like integrated and then done. And then you never have to think about it. I'm healed, whatever, whatever. And so from that perspective, the sexual instinct will always feel like I'm about to go insane. The big hormone enneagram. John Lukovic, uh, sexual self-pressed, 45 length, 458 trifecta. Hi, I'm David Gray, self-pressed, sexual, 9 with 1, 9, 7, 4, trifix. What up, it's Emika, I'm an 8 with 7, sexual self-pressed, with 8, 5, 4, fixes. Hi, I'm Nancy, I am a self-pressed social 3, wing 4, with a 3, 6, 9, trifix. If you like our podcast, guys, make sure you go like and subscribe on the Apple Podcast app. And if you really like us, you should definitely leave us a review. All right. We are now live. Uh (laughs) 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 Welcome to uh, Big Hormone Anywhere and Being Live. Uh, Mine is David and, uh, you know, rest in peace, Nancy. We, we have a live audience with us today. We have how many people? One, two, three, four, five, six. People who came oh. all the way out here to listen to us yap about <laughs> random. Yeah, New York City. We're in New York City. Social repugnant questions that y'all submitted. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, we don't yeah, really you're welcome. <laughs> live audience. Hey. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, can, someone who, can someone who's listening, if, and I don't think anybody's on the live stream yet, but can someone let us know if we sound okay? Maybe one of you guys can, can pull it up on, in the group and see. See if it's on the, in the group right now. Yeah. Oh, shit. This is strong. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Cool. All right. It's happening. <laughs> All right, now the technical difficulties yeah. were overcome. We made it happen. What is happening? <laughs> yeah, I feel good. This is the one big thing I needed to get done this weekend, besides, of course, meeting everyone. But... <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> to make a live stream happen with our audio. People. Well, we're just vibing. Um, I took some questions from people on uh, Instagram, and then we would like your questions uh, if you got any. But uh, yeah, what are we doing? Should we do the plugs thing or whatever? Yeah, we should do the plugs. I mean, yeah. we did all this work to put on this excellent live stream. Those of you who are really professional saying that it stream. sounds really good, you need, to, you need to help us make this shit better and more cool. <laughs> so send us some money. Send us uh, some money. Send us some money to make our streams better. We'll do these more often, not necessarily when we meet up, but just in general, just do more streams, do more cool stuff. We, what do we need money for? We need cameras. Okay. Um, we're using our <laughs> iPhones right now, so it's okay. But um, my laptop is not capable of really doing this. So anyway, Venmo, E-M-E-K-V, PayPal, B-H-E, podcast at gmail.com. If you like this and you want to see more of it, send us some, send us some money. What up? Um, buy my book. If you listen to this and you still don't have my book, 
Um, shame on you. Shame on you. Yeah, don't ever listen again. <laughs> yeah, don't turn it off right now. <laughs> Unhear uh, everything you've heard. Unhear everything you've heard. Um, Alexandra is the world's premier master at astrology and the Enneagram together. Combo platter. Combo platter. Attachment queen. Uh, she's doing <laughs> sessions with people for minimum 125, but it's probably going to go up minimum. soon. Minimum. Get in while uh, it's still cheap. She, I mean, the Enneagram and astrology are related. How are they related, my love? Um, they're, okay, so the Enneagram tells you what you are. I think they both tell you what you're trapped in in different ways. Like the Enneagram teaches you, leads you to presence and to a more awake state of consciousness. And I think that once you have that identified, then we can look towards your natal chart to see more of like the nuances of how that stuckness and the obstacles you're specifically facing shows up. I think it also highlights strengths that you maybe need mirroring for you Mm -hmm. so that you can learn to own that and not feel shame around it or, uh, you know, reject that part of yourself. It's a lot of like, especially for attachment types, it grants a lot of permission to just be your freaky self. And then uh... Dark Arts Academy. Um, Dark Arts Academy, we recently typed Robert Greene, which is really interesting. We're typing, who are we typing next? Is it Marina? There was Alan Rickman. Oh, Alan Rickman. That was really interesting typing. That was a good one. Um, And the dude that everybody's talking about these days, Andrew Tate. That's coming up real soon. Who's that guy? Yeah, I don't know He's who that is. He's a douchebag. Oh. oh, fuck yeah. Of the world. <laughs> yeah. And we're going we're gonna to get into that. That'd be All fun right. roasting him. That immediately sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. Y'all doing Heart- a Five Wing Four special too, right? Soon, yeah. We're doing a Five Wing Four, five wing four special. What does that mean? What are we Just doing? like the same way we did for Four Wing Five. To sort of like show all the different fixes. <laughs> okay. and, uh, why would we what do that? What you guys did with the 4 week 5 episode, but with okay. 5 oh, week yeah, 4. Yeah. Okay. Right. Earth to David. That makes Just sense. <laughs> I'll get here someday. <laughs> and if, you, uh, if you're wanting to get help with your typing, besides watching us do what we do, you can, you can get typed at any grammar. You can Google get typed by any grammar. Um, so yeah, anygrammar.com. DAA or get typed by us. What else do we have? And then we got David's Trifix book. Oh, yeah. right. David, I've explained what I think people should buy your book many times, but why should people buy your book according to David? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to speak for the nines, okay? <laughs> uh, well, because it's interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> What's a good reason? It looks cool. I like the pictures. It, the pictures look cool. I think um, it gives you. It's got really... interesting words. Some interesting poetic phrases for the different stems. Um, yeah, I think it steeps you into the energy of every particular trifix. Yeah, it's it's using the partly using words to get at the energies of the stems as opposed to. Like being a long explanation of each mm-hmm. trifix or stem. So that's all I got. They've been juncture. those have been pretty useful in like typing people that come in and out of yeah. the group or something that don't realize they're <laughs> specifically objecting something. Specified objections, you know, yeah. or yeah. or whatever, <laughs> whatever else. Hey, and who's that girl in the Enneagram Universe group that has been doing the the pictures? Oh, the, the Kristen. Oh, is yeah. it Kristen Oberly? Who's yes. been making pictures of the trifixes? That's, yeah, that's she's really also cool. incredible. She's 
They're so good. Yeah, She's the same girl that did the um the plants. That did the plants. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they you said, should like, do a collab with her. They said her yeah, plants. Yeah. Like, do some to cards the with some photos and then. Tell me her name again. Yeah. yeah. Kristen Oberly. Kristen Oberly. Kristen Oberly. Shout yeah. out to Kristen Oberly. Really amazing. Uh, those are all the plugs. Let's get into the question. Uh, what about <laughs> typed by any grammar? I I covered that. David. You know, uh, he was not here for that. Everybody, I wasn't. <laughs> like so recently, uh, you know, I, I put a bunch of questions up on uh, on our big hormone uh, Instagram page, and um, through like interactions with people's questions, you know, there's this joke about me being a two, mm. and um. there's this like uh, clearly not accurately typed sexual self pro seven eight uh, person who's they're not, not even a seven, not a seven. Um, who's convinced that I'm a two and Emeka is a is a seven? I'm a seven. Mm-hmm. And David's a four. So well, David's a four. Yeah. And David's normally a David's a normal. David's a five. Five. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we're getting I mean, some dimensions here. I think <laughs> this live stream, once and for all, should just settle <laughs> what David <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we solidified it. I think now. it's. I think it's uh, solidly ephemeral now. There's not oh. much competency happening here. <laughs> <laughs> Alexander's pen hard left. Jonas. Yeah, not much like specified frustration either. Just, huh? Yeah. yeah. Just, What's going on? Huh? Just, uh, what, what did he mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> what did I mean by that? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, does anybody have any of those questions? There was a couple interesting ones. There was, um, there was one... Yeah, yeah, there's one that shout. seems interesting to you. <clears throat> one of the ones was somebody was like, "My partner is a nine. Uh, my fan, my my friends are nines. Oh yeah, all my relationships great. are nines. Am I the drama?" <laughs> <laughs> answer is yes. The answer is absolutely resounding yes. Uh, if you are partners with a self-pres nine. <laughs> And they are disengaged if they are um, If they have absent. vanished in front of your face. They seem unresponsive. If they seem like they have no interest in hobbies. And if uh, they're withholding things from you, you're the problem. You're the it's problem. Your fault. You're the problem. <laughs> we were working on a, a doing a, 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 a commercial. commercial for the pod. And one of them was this one, which is for people who are in relationships with nines, to let them know that if their nine has checked out in any way, they're, You're the, the they're the toxic partner. You're the toxic <laughs> partner. So, so, so I was checked out earlier. <laughs> so you guys are the toxic Excellent job, David. Was, we did not see that one. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you're the problem. Uh, I don't know. I think, I mean, I think nines like uh, drama. Yeah, I yeah. like some drama. I think it's a matter of uh, if you appreciate your nine. You know, I think that's where they start to fall apart. But I think drama is actually a good thing for a nine. I think yeah. that every fucking nine I know has like gravitated toward a much more dramatic. Yes. Partner. Oh yeah. Except seems... for me, I didn't find <laughs> I didn't find anyone dramatic at all. You're with it too, baby. I'm with it too. <laughs> I take care of all your. Do you know the funny thing is when you see people who are like got really difficult personalities, and you, it's without fail usually their partner is always a nine because who else is going to put up with mm-hmm, this oh, yeah. fucking toxic personality human but yeah that's nine's Except a carry- in my case because i'm so sweet <laughs> <laughs> but nines are carrying the weight of all the toxic personalities on planet earth True. 
self pres nine specifically. Yeah. Yeah, and why specifically? Yeah. Why self pres nine specifically? Well, there's more of them, but it's it's more of the nine that will like. I think a social nine is more likely to dissociate through connection. Uh huh. And the self press line dissociate through like my stuff, so they might check out with video games. Mm-hmm. And so the stereotype of oh, my partner doesn't care about me, he's checked out. That's usually they're complaining about a self press line. But, but it's yeah, also I, like oh, go, go ahead. ahead. You go ahead. We might have been. We might be you about to say the same thing. It's because the the social, both the social instinct and the sexual instinct needs another person. Mm-hmm. It needs like right. an external That's energy right. to bounce off of, and yeah. the set the I just forgot it. The yeah, the self pres instinct is very self contained. Yeah, exactly, (laughs) exactly. So even if I'm trying to, even as a social type, as a social nine, when I'm engaged in my own sloth, I'm still needing energy from my partner. I'm still needing an exchange. But and the same thing goes with the sexual instinct, obviously. Um, But when it comes to the self pres instinct. The way that that gets threatened is almost by disconnecting from the social instinct and the sexual instinct mm-hmm. and going into their sort of like solitary activity. Yeah. And also self-pres nines are usually pretty solid in their own material resources. You know, yeah. like they're usually good providers or at least like let themselves be objectified as yeah. a provider. It's like, yes. oh, that's my that's function right. to like still be on earth or something. Yeah. Right. And it's like letting themselves be, I mean, self-pres nines let themselves be used. Yes. Uh, all over the place. Be the daddy. Be mm-hmm. the daddy. Because what tends to, ha- to happen, at least we've seen, is that the self-pressed nine becomes the provider and they take care of the responsibilities, but they may not be showing up in some kind of connective way. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so the, the partner starts complaining. It's like, oh, you're not here. You don't care about me. But it's like, I'm doing all this, that, you know, the, the baseline foundation of keeping this family together. Mm-hmm. Um, but they probably checked out because you're terrible. <laughs> you're terrible and also you know it's like the nine will kind of do what they can do to not get bothered right yeah. and right. so yes. what can end up happening and the reason the relational aspect of a self-pressed nine for showing up yeah you know because then it's just like the other person's show it's the other person's ego agenda and so then i think self-pressed nines all need their like little hobby little mm-hmm. like outlets they, and then a lot of self-pressed nines i don't think get to really fully embrace whatever their interest is in relationship because that thing is too individual to them and not valued by the partner and so mm-hmm. they suppress that and becomes yeah. more sh- like and inevitably that will shut them down you know you got to like <clears throat> elevate your nine's interests no matter what mm-hmm. the house you know you might think they're useless or whatever like you're fucking useless too you know it's just whatever <laughs> yeah. let people yeah. you know like, let them whatever so yeah i think uh we want to Advocate for self-pressed nines because that's a type that gets it's very common, but it's like not appreciated. But also, self-pressed nines gotta have the balls to like be mm-hmm. forward with what they want and who they are, apart from you know whatever they're just like endlessly providing. Providing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Their function or something. It's like if you like to uh, you know paint uh, Warhammer characters in your back shed or something, like yeah. fucking go wild, you know. <laughs> go wild with your Warhammer. It's like pursuing those nonsense things is where you find yourself. Yeah. So, all right, what else we got? Um, oh, there's another question. Do we have a list somewhere? Yeah, I have She's one. got it. Well, yeah. Before you get to that, there was another one that was like. Um, um, it was about nines also. Oh, it was the question of like, I'm a nine and I'm like, as a teen, I was like a terrible bitch to my uh, family. 
but I'm really nice people pleasing now and to strangers. And then somebody wrote, I believe they were also a nine and said on the reverse where I was like really like people pleasing to your family, to family, but like fucking terrible to other people. So, uh, nines, what do you think? I want, I mean, the first thing I think of is I wonder if that's an instinctual difference. Like, I, I don't know how that would necessarily get spelled out, but like, because I can see the nines being attachment types. Obviously, they could be the people pleasing to their family because their family or their object. And, you know, especially if they're like self, I don't know why that would make sense. Hmm. But it would be pretty easy. Yeah, like, I think it would be pretty easy for a nine, especially in sloth, to only care about like their object and kind of just like be dismissive to everybody else. Mm. Yeah, like your sister. Yeah, and like me. <laughs> 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 um, and another way that it's especially to okay, so this is kind of interesting. John, your sister is triple attachment, and she, your parents aren't like up in her business all the time, so she finds herself reaching for her parents all the time. Mm-hmm. So this could also be an, an um, this could also be a situation where the nine that is people pleasing to their parents have parents that are a little bit more distant. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They could be, like, reaching for the attachment because it's not, like... Whereas the nine that is uh, being a bitch to her parents might have really overwhelming parents. You know, and it yeah, might so be, like, triggering her autonomy or his autonomy or whatever. So how would, as a nine, how do you all measure autonomy? God. Oh, which category? I yeah, like, how, how do you, you just, measure like, autonomy? feel autonomy? I'm nice to everybody, but... People that I'm closer to, um, well, like in a romantic relationship, that's often pretty heated and conflictual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do I measure autonomy? I don't know. Um, I know that there's the merging component that we, I feel like has to be involved in this conversation, but autonomy, I just need to feel like I'm in charge of all my decisions. Like I need to be choosing to merge or choosing not to. If I feel like somebody is overtly putting pressure on me, my resistance will get triggered until I have enough space to then decide to do what you wanted me to do or not anyways. As I'm sure John loves. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah my favorite thing is after we've been drinking and then she's like passing out on the couch and I'm trying to get her to drink water. She's like, oh, I'm going to drink water and then keeps falling asleep and getting cranky about it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the most thing we resist. Um, are there any other questions that were interesting? Or things y'all are interested in? Yeah. Man, somebody's going for the theory. Like, hardcore shit today. Yeah. That's not an easy one to unpack. Yeah. Well, we got, uh, let's see. Well, <clears throat> I guess we just did an episode on eight, and uh, I realized my sister has six and three fixes, so she's a double attachment fix, fixed eight. And one thing I've been thinking about, uh, what does that mean? So she's a hexat type who has six and three. And then she's got a nine wing. And she's got a nine wing, so she's Bermuda <laughs> adjacent. Attachment, yeah. And um, I guess when we were growing up, I was thinking we were similar, which is completely not true. She's an eight wing nine, I'm an eight wing seven. The older we got, the more I realized that she is someone who likes working in, in sort of these familiar systems. 
she's really effective at doing so. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like this hexat person who doesn't knows that she's separate and different from everyone else, but still acts like a hexat type within like she works in the medical uh, administrative system, and she's done. She's doing this hexat thing. She's doing this hexat thing where she goes into a new work environment and she uh, knows that they're not going to like her over the next couple of years, but she is competent and she'll get the job and then she'll interview aggressively for another, a better <laughs> job because on paper she knows that she can impress and get the better job. And so she just levels up every couple of years. And she's been doing that for the last five years. So every couple of years or like last decade, every couple of years she gets a better paying job. But she knows that she needs to play that game to get in the door. But she knows that ultimately she's not going to be able to really adapt as well as other people. So I see that sort of hybrid hexat attachment thing going on. Whereas she, we hang out all the time, but I, and she's an eight and we argue. But I find that she's more, uh, a little bit more other referencing than I am in the sense that I can kind of get her to question her viewpoint a lot more than she can get me to question my viewpoint. <laughs> So, and we got Amber and Gray here who are like hexad with two attachment fixes. She's got a she's got an eight. Oh, that's right. That's right. You're not five. She's got an eight fix. Who else is here? Who's got only hexad girl? Hexad with attachment or or attachment with hexad? I mean, Amber, do you want to? Do you feel comfortable talking about being hexad with attachment wings? Yeah. You want to come up here? Come here. Talk. Talk here. Talk here. So Amber, she's got to get in the shot. A girl, she needs to get in the shot. No, just leave. Yeah, okay. So she's hexatting right away. (laughs) (laughs) Immediate scold. (laughs) Yeah, immediately scolding you for never having a seven wing eight. Um, So Amber here is a social sex for context. Since I'm the only one who can do that, Amber is a social sexual seven wing eight with a nine fix and a three fix. She's our DJ bitch. Go for it. <laughs> All right. So attachment. I listened to your guys' podcast on the attachment and like the nine energy of like wanting to get along and like that's totally there, mm-hmm. but it's going up against my seven wing eight that wants to do whatever the fuck I want to do. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like I'm in between that. Like, and then my three fix is like I should be doing something better with my life in helping people in some way. And that's like social too. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know what. What, what I experienced from you, Amber, is that you do have the seven eight, like bombastic, forceful mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> but there's a way that your nine fix wants to make it smooth and yeah. like keep flowing. Like yeah. you're not looking to actually like push somebody. Yeah. Right. When it like it turns into an actual fight, I I get like super calm and like yeah. I just go I'm like stop. <laughs> were we were, were, were we perhaps in a conflictual situation together? Where? Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. Were we in a conflictual situation together? Were we? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, and, that crazy, we won't speak up. Crazy experience. Yeah. And yeah. and we, well, well, without we naming names, just getting too specific. Uh, you know what was interesting was you and Alexandra, like when the violation happened. The violation. You guys like. <laughs> Yeah. Kind of like went a little blank. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know what to do. Yeah, we it was did. Fucking like, what do we and do? And then now? I think I took action, and then that mm-hmm. gave your nine stuff permission to take action. Does that feel right? Yeah, like you, I saw you go into like your eight, your like fucking rage mode, and you're like, get the fuck out. Like, not out of the house, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we were trying to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no, cut yeah. it out. Yeah. I don't want to go into Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> But like, 
then I was like, okay, we gotta fucking do something. And mm-hmm. like, and you were then you were right there yeah. with me. Yeah, yeah. And then like I felt I don't know. I just felt like really wishy washy because I knew I was like uncomfortable for everyone. And then I just like it really like hard. Get closer to the mic. Like watch some, Get her something happen to, the mic. to the, a person, and I was like, yeah. I mean, yeah, you did have like, an easy kind of like. It like hurts, you know, mm-hmm. and I guess that's like also social, but probably more like nine. But like you know, yeah. I mean, you did have an easy time, like despite being seven wing eight, you did have an easy time flowing with what was happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like I do flow very easily a lot mm-hmm. of the time. Yes. Most yeah, of the time. yeah, yeah. I yeah. think you do. You're like a firework about it, but <laughs> yeah. you actually do. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very weirdly lubricated firework. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that gives me weird energy. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah, I don't know what else to talk about. <laughs> yeah, but then yeah, do we have, we have any uh, attachments with two hexads here? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So what is what do you think that does for you? What's it like to be me? Yeah, what's it like to be <laughs> What's it like to be you? <laughs> oh, anybody Which cares we, about. we forgot to do for uh the plugs is uh Josh's oh, yeah, fuck, what yeah. what it's like to be you podcast. Let's 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 hear this and let's yeah, have Josh come up here and talk about his Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Um What's it like being a nine with two hexad fixes? <laughs> yeah, how does seven yeah. and four come in and help your nine help your or affect your nine? <clears throat> I don't know if help is the word. <laughs> well, to whatever degree attachment is about adapting, I don't do a lot of adapting, especially probably because of seven and four um, stuff around like taste and aesthetics and mm-hmm. things like that. And since it since I've got a one wing and four and seven, there's a lot of critique and uh-huh. frustration and just you know. That song is factually bad. Yeah, like you know, not just not just like my opinion, but objectively, the universe is said. So when, um, so where does but, that like like where is it adapting versus the uh, that's objectively bad? Like where like how do they win out with each other? You know what I'm saying? Like no, like is there a way that like you're adapting? And that that goes away or is softened or does that always stay consistent? And it's like, I can adapt up until you get into my taste. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I'm, <clears throat> I'm still doing the nine thing of adapting in the sense, this is partly being social blind too. <clears throat> I'm doing at a body level, taking in people's energies. Mm-hmm. And that's how I'm adapting. It's a pure interior kind of thing um mm. you know so you're not necessarily going to know what's going on and how much i'm tuning up to you yeah 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 um and, so and i don't and as a social blind i don't feel like i need to communicate any of that i notice that when you and i are interacting just you and i yeah. you do get more hearty yeah like yeah, heart yeah. Space yeah i agree yeah. yeah yeah there's some flexibility in in I'm sure it's unconscious, like just totally. different ways of different parts of you coming to the forefront with depending on who you're with. Yep. Yeah. Cool. I see your four and seven. I see your hexad fixes is making you a fussier nine. <clears throat> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like there's still like the nine. There's like this still this smooth nine. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's cool. But yeah. internally, there's still like a drive of like, no, that's well, not cool. I'm yeah, gonna like, I'm so gonna like, adapt by leaving you guys alone, but separating from this thing. I don't want to do. Or are like exempt energy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, no, I'm you've you're a princess for sure. Else has to deal with. Like yeah. self indulgent also. Yeah. Like I, I what I want, I I gotta get it. Gotta Especially get it. with yeah. self pres it's very and fucking yeah. yeah. You have the forming three fix. Blind, it's like I don't care what it means <laughs> been, yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiple examples of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of my like earlier impressions of you is like the first time meeting where you're like, Get me coffee. Has to be black. <laughs> Don't say no sugar. It has to be agave. I was like, what the fuck is this nine? This is not a sweet, nice nine. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which you are, but there's like, there's an edge. There's an edge, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I would prefer just kind of everything was uh, a nonverbal communication. <laughs> That's fair. That's social blind as well. Yeah. Yeah. Just communicating, I mean, this, I guess this gets sexual or whatever, but, like, everything could be touch or something. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, Just yeah. touch and no. Like, touch yeah. and no. It kind of feels like, like, under an ocean, but, like, instead of echolocation or moving through the ocean, it's like, it's like a touch medium of touch or something. Right, yeah. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. David Gray. David Gray. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, I have to use the bathroom, and Josh, would you like to come up and talk about uh, what it's like to be... Josh, it was like to be Josh. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Three, activate. <clears throat> oh, you took the boot off. Uh, you're a good hopper. You got naked for this pod. Uh-huh, that's right. That's what we do here. <laughs> so, um, tell the people about your what it's like to be you podcast. Um, it's I have a new YouTube show slash podcast. It's called What It's Like to Be You, and I'm interviewing people about their experience as their enneagram type. Mm-hmm. And I've done so far four people 891 891 what's next you've interviewed all three of these three fellas right three. <laughs> yeah. who's the illustrious yeah. three they oh it was oh it's it's great it really? actually no it's not great no um the first yeah you're gonna be one of them um no the first three that i'm interviewing is actually not a person in the group um, oh okay yeah, yeah. oh yeah that's uh, right, right an outsider yeah. one thing that's well one thing that might be coming up is i'm probably get i'm anticipating running out of hexad types sooner than mm. attachment types yeah that's that's and so yeah. what's probably going to happen is i'll do a couple revolutions around the enneagram and then we'll do like a series of a bunch of nines in a row mm-hmm. yeah um and what i'm interested in especially with that is kind of to our point conversation that we were having before is if you look at just a bunch of different versions of one type mm-hmm. then you'll be able to see a lot more distinctions in the instinctual stackings and the trifixes and mm-hmm. stuff like that so right. that'll be cool so i have a question really quick yeah. So far, because uh, you've been interviewing hexad types and attachment types, and for some reason this popped up in my head that interviewing an attachment type might be more difficult because they're not just going to be like, here I am, it's my time to talk. They're still going to be trying to look for what you want them to be. Have you, have you <laughs> have it, had like an antenna out for that at all? Versus like, you know, Emika and John, they can just like talk about themselves until the cows come home. Okay, this is really interesting Why, territory. Why would I talk about it? I, um, I had brunch with a friend today who is also a Bermuda 3. Okay. And what I noticed in our dynamic was we, there was a period of about 15 minutes as we like, sort of landed together where unconsciously we were both kind of waiting for the other person to 
localize their energy mm-hmm. so that the other could, we could adapt to each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes perfect right. sense. Um, and it was like we're, it was like two Tempur-Pedic mattresses trying yeah. to. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's really good. So good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, to an extent, it's true that if, with Haxad types, there's because there's more specificity than they sort of make an impression on me. And it's like I exist as a potentiality. <laughs> that conform to whatever energy is in front of me was that my way of interacting is like I hook into a social dynamic that exists between you and me. Mm -hmm. And she was basically flat in her face and not giving me anything. So I felt like I was lobbing questions over a fence. (laughs) And and she would receive it and then sort of hang out with it here and then not, throw anything back over the fence oh my god yeah so, just eat it up so i was just like <laughs> um you can probably if you watch the video you can see me like having to go back inside myself to come up with the next question because yeah. there wasn't an actual exchange happening yeah you know that's what I mean? really interesting did you experience um, that with david <laughs> no, actually no. i didn't experience it with either of you partly because i know both of you already oh, okay. and that's part of the social thing too is like once i've okay what i'm starting to do more is have like initial conversations with people. Although I actually still Very have smart. that with Alex. Um, but there is a sense of if I've settled into a dynamic art before with someone, then I can like, I can place that again. I can, yeah. ent- I can reenter that quickly. Um, also Emika with you. Well, so what's interesting is I, like if you look at the first four minutes of the interview, I sort of teed up the interview and asked a couple questions and was starting to make some qualifications about my questions. And you just went in. <laughs> you just kind of, <laughs> you kind of interrupted my qualifications and just there. And then you had like 15 minutes of stuff to say. And then you forgot what you were going for. Like, this is like, this is what it is now. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I noticed in my conversation with you, I had to actually summon myself to interrupt you to ask. Another oh, yeah, question. you have to. You know to. what I'm saying? Yeah, that seems um, right. <laughs> <laughs> and with David, uh, it was not that at all. Um, you had to work for, but it was, but it was a answers. different, yeah, different way of working. How um, would you describe it more? I want to hear more about myself. In, ter- in terms of you, um, uh, nines. Well, I think um, this. I don't know that that I can generalize this to a type thing, but I, I. I just personally find you like a fascinating zoo creature. You know? yeah. <laughs> and so oh my I think my, exactly <laughs> yeah. And I think just my fascination with you kept just me like my gaze was like very fixed on you during the conversation in a sense. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that it wouldn't be in another conversation right. with some, but like there was a way that I was, you know how like you poke a hermit crab just to see what it does, yeah. you know? Like there you go. <laughs> um, like that moment, for example, of when I asked you what percentage of your identity is is your enneagram stuff, and you went off. I don't remember that. Yeah, so you didn't. He didn't. He didn't. <laughs> okay, this is amazing to me because you didn't remember it literally seconds after I asked it. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the whole, that was the though. moment for me because yeah. the question entered your consciousness and it dissolved. <laughs> and you went. Yeah. And you went <laughs> And then you went somewhere else with it. And then I brought it back and you were like, oh, yeah, I didn't remember you asked that question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I find that, I found that very interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's an interesting zoo creature. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, this is like kind of related, kind of not. 
but I have noticed just in even just today, like just in this hour, um, Amber, when you were on, there was like very locked eye contact and John or Josh, uh, you and I were making eye contact. We were speaking and David, you and I were making eye contact when you were speaking. So I guess the observation I'm making is that like social or attachment does need to be like locked in with another person while they're processing their whole thing. Mm. Because like, I don't experience John and Amica doing that. And like, sometimes I can be talking to them outside of a podcast setting, obviously. And it's still just like, I'm looking over here. Like, I don't need. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not like a criticism or anything, obviously, but it's just like not, (laughs) it's just like not needing, not like needing the anchor in the same way that attachment and social does because. Yeah. Do you, would you say that David? Cause I do (laughs) notice that from you. I know that's not how you identify. Uh, Well, I I don't know if this is answering your question. All right. Just go, huh? Um, Go wild, David. My tendency. tendency. (laughs) He's addressed, and then he goes where he wants to go. (laughs) It's my turn to speak. That sounds about about nine. My my tendency is actually, well, maybe this is corroborating what you're saying. My tendency is to look at people too much. If it's me and one other person, actually, is to, I guess it's not. I guess I'm just. I guess I'm just thinking of women. Just nine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is to stare too long and, okay. just, and keep eye contact, uh-huh. and I like that it's a little bit unsettling to them. So God, evil nine. Yeah. So evil nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know if that has anything to do with what you're asking. Well, it's something. We'll it's throw, it the, the throw it out in the throw it out in the universe. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you guys like that. Yeah. Kind of like what I was saying before that. Like, Sometimes I feel like when I'm talking to people, I'm talking to an extension of myself. Oh. God, yeah. That <laughs> was pretty that's... interesting, you talking about that yesterday. Yeah. Wait, what do you want to go into it? Well, that, um, like, you know, on, what was it? When did we get here? Was it Thursday? Yesterday. It was yesterday. In the car. In the car? Yeah, it no. was in the car. It was. Yeah, it was we were talking about in the car, but on Thursday, we showed up, and I'm, I was at the bar. It's a social situation. And what I feel like in that situation, just she was asking me, what do I feel like in a situation like that? And I said, it's just a, like interesting thing, interesting thing. And people are extensions of interesting things. And I am making the conversation interesting mm-hmm. in order for me to feel like I can exist in it. Right. So I'm not really talking to them. I'm talking to the interestingness or whatever that I can put into that it. That you're activating. And so sometimes people can reciprocate that interestingness or whatever where it's like 50-50, sometimes it's like 90-10, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's 100% me, and I'm not even seeing the person. So if it can feel like I'm, I, I can talk to anyone as long as uh-huh. I can make the conversation interesting. So mm-hmm. a lot of times it, mean, it means that that person isn't really there. I'm, I'm just talking to myself. Jesus, so <laughs> Often when I want to hang out with Emika, I just set up just... a bunch of mirrors around, <laughs> <laughs> and then I leave and I take a nap or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you do? That's, that's some heck, yeah, hex head stuff. The thing is, yeah. I wonder if there's like an assertive energy that comes into oh, assertive hex head specifically. Yeah, seven and eight, totally. yeah. Totally. Yeah. Double assertive, I'm just making my reality. You're, yeah, you're God, just, that's just so true because <laughs> I like experience myself as just like a hostage to whatever uninteresting conversation I can be involved in. And it's just like, really like there have been so many times where John just sees me like, you know, smiling politely or whatever. And he comes and he's like, hey, uh, she's 
she's got to go <laughs> and just rescues me from this thing where I'm like, I know that this is interesting, but I can't do anything about it. So I just have to endure the most boring conversation mm. I've ever been involved this in. This happens to me all the time at parties. I get trapped in a conversation. Yeah. Where, yeah. It's the worst. What do we do? <clears throat> I don't know. Social um, Bermuda's oh, here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I talk to That's fair. I'll, I'll walk away nicely, though. <laughs> <laughs> I've got extroverted feeling. <laughs> He's a two. That's a really like great way to put the attachment version of assertive energy. Right. Because it still is like pulling in from what you are sensing the other person wants and asserting that forward. Yeah, can you kind of like condense that? I don't know if that picked up on the... I can, I can get up. Yeah, yeah. Get, up, get up here. Hello. Okay, so to, to sum that up real quick... Something I've been seeing, which is different from what Josh and Alexandra are doing. Um, thank you. So I can just stand. So yeah, something I'm doing that's different from what Josh and Alexandra were doing, um, and I saw it last night when we were all hanging out. Is and when I talk to Emika, I will just throw him a question and say, "Okay, here's an interesting thing. Let's look at these fireworks. Let's look at these pretty fireworks, and tell me what you think the fireworks are and what you're seeing." Okay, this is what I'm seeing. We're now enjoying the object, but. Now we're, to me, I'm like, oh, we're bond, bonding, air quotes, mm -hmm. over. Now you know I'm interested in interesting things. I know what you're interested in, and then you give me more information, and I can use that to keep hooking uh, you yeah. in. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I, and I said specifically the, you're not getting away from me at that point. Because <laughs> once I've decided that I think you're interesting, I'm going to keep finding all of the pieces of you that are interesting. If it's boring to either you or me, we're just never going to talk about it again. Mm, that's that's because like why would i waste yeah. why would i waste both yeah. of our time it's right, like right. It, it's still like i still want you to have a good time there's still the attachment part of we, and social we should be all together in right, the right. pretty but it's still yeah there's a grab there and um i have i'm three six eight with a eight wing seven so that's like really like a dose of hexad in there to really get me raw and movement what about when you communicate with me what are you doing um honestly there's what a reason the I, I, I there's a doing? reason i ask you less questions because <laughs> i know that like if i ask you a question you're like yeah hmm. what do i think about that and i'm like i i i know it's gonna be like i'm gonna have to ask him to get out of his sleep hole he's down in the bottom of the ocean yeah. i'm just gonna let him he he'll he'll tell me about that when he gets there, if he has something interesting to say and he thinks of me, he'll like, because you message me and I'm like, oh, here's all these things. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll watch these now. I'll, let me get this. And it's like, um, it's much more sparse because I know that you don't have a ton of that. Yeah. I can just go for hours energy. I yeah, know yeah. that you two can just go for hours if I start you up and you're, I'm, I'm not going to drag you up out of there. You're, you're not going to like it. You're going to get bored. <laughs> so I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that to you. So I would say that's the difference. But I noticed you and I were doing that to each other of like, no, my topic, no, my topic, no. Yeah, we were like pushing back and forth so fast.
It was so much fun. I loved yeah, the, that pushing back and forth. So I was like, woo, this is like actual matching energy. And it was like really woke me up in a nice way. I know I'm like, I have to like dance it out. I can't sit still. <laughs> so yeah, I Great. also noticed. How much, how much are you evaluating whether the conversation is interesting to you versus evaluating whether the conversation is interesting to them? Um, I can feel it because I'm going to get up and walk away or not answer them quickly. I don't want, like, yeah. that's why when you guys were talking, like, oh, I get trapped at parties. I'm like, how? I don't get that's that. That's fascinating. That's a really interesting, I mean, important distinction yeah. about threes yeah. with different fixes. I, th I think there. the, yeah. I think yeah. the eight, I think if I was eight wing nine, it might be a little bit easier because I could just settle into my body and kind of just try and show maybe between image and eight, it might be like, I'm going to show you I'm not thrilled, but I'm going to be more stately and still with it because yeah. eight wing nine, but with eight wing seven, I'm like, I'm already standing here. And as soon as you ask me a question, I'm like, get to the end of the question, get to the end of the question. What's a boring question? I'm going to have to yeah. answer some questions. Like, there's a little bit of hyper energy coming out there. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Hmm. There we go. I just started talking. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm doing it now. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> yeah. So, here's the thing. Our, I probably have... Um, I probably have 15 minutes worth of battery life. My charger isn't working for some reason. So, um, I'm saying, well, I don't, for some reason it's not working. Like I've tried oh, like different chargers. Oh, I see. No, I mean charger to the yeah. laptop. Um, so we have like 15 minutes probably. So, and it's, it's only been, it's been going for 45 minutes. So it should, it shouldn't be longer than an hour anyway. So let's move on to something else. Take your mic back. In other words, wrap it up, B. All right. Oh, yeah. Do you guys have, like, any very impulsive social questions? Not about, like, the social, not necessarily about, like, content, but just, like, social. Yeah, like, no one like, asks any questions that are personal. That's the thing that was disappointing. Only fans? I think that's really just one person that keeps asking. <laughs> oh, it, David. <laughs> David, it is not just one person oh, that wants your OnlyFans. So yes. tell me more about all of that. I don't, I don't want to because I'm a nice, <laughs> because I'm a civilized person of society. What's that? I said I'm not going to. Oh, okay. Was that an infringement on your autonomy? That was an infringement on my uh, social presentation. <laughs> oh, okay. that's right. Um, OnlyFans. You know, I actually up. recorded some erotica. Oh, my God. Uh, and I made it about three quarters of the way through on the editing. Um, and I even set up the account on OnlyFans. But no uh, way. this is how it is to be a nine. You know, um, things. Snail pace. We'll yeah. get it in a hundred years. That was, about, that was about six months ago. So, yeah, I just need more encouragement. Ah, uh, all more right. Posts Everybody about pet issues your nine. David Great Erotica Channel. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Gee, you need a bodyguard or something. Uh, <laughs> All right. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like more fun it's questions, more fun personal yeah. questions that nobody asked. <laughs> nobody asked any personal questions when we had a ask me anything fucking live pod. Let's go. <laughs> if y'all have any personal questions here, y'all are looking through lists. What do you have? No, I mean, if you, if you have Mike, questions Michael, of your own. You have I have a question for you, Amika. Sure. Can you talk about um, the way you experience chemistry um, when you're not 
physically attracted to the person. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, that's good because uh, the thing about all the instincts is that when it's your dominant instinct, it has way more dimension than, you right. know, like yeah. people who are sexual yeah, blind yeah, yeah. tend to like only see like one color of sexual instinct. Like, uh-huh. oh, it's about that's fucking right. or sex or something. And so it's with sexuals, like there's different dimensions of the ways that you might be attracted to someone. So there's like the, of course, base level physical attraction where it's like these body parts that I like in these specific ways. And then you might be into to that body. So there's like a physical chemistry. Okay? And then there's like an energetic chemistry where it's like whatever vibe that we have, there's some kind of mix that whenever I'm around you or talking to you, like I like that interplay that we have. Um, and it's not even necessarily like a social thing where it's just like something about the way you exist is doing something for me. Mm-hmm. So like some kind of sparks there. And then there is like a more of a, a long term, like maybe creative kind of chemistry is like maybe the way your mind puts mm-hmm. things together, right. does something with the way my mind puts things together. And so it's, it's, it's a really strong hit when you get all of that together in a match where it's like, I'm physically attracted to you. But there's also kind of like a psychological chemistry or polarity that's happening. But a lot of times you just get like one part of it. And for a sexual type, at least for me, sometimes like maybe that's just good enough. I'll just take that one dimension of uh, attraction and, you know, I'll feed on that. But it's not necessarily going to last. So it's so with I guess with chemistry. As an eight, it's like if it's not there, I it's hard sometimes to decipher what I'm attracted to because I can create it mm. in a way that the person vanishes. Right. Whereas I can sweep them up in my own field of, yeah. I'm feeding off of my own interestingness through right. you. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas you're not, you haven't generated anything. I haven't really seen you. And it took, took me like months and months and months to finally say, Oh, I don't, you're, you're like, there's nothing, you know, you don't have, you're not even there. It was just me creating this yeah. thing and making <laughs> you interesting to me or something like that. So that's been something that I've learned to do is to step back and really stop, stop Mm, doing the thing, Mm -hmm. to stop making what I want to exist and just really see what's in front of me. Um, Yeah. What what makes that hard for you to stop? Um, Because my, my personality is just, it feels like there's no life unless I'm going. Like it's, it feels like if I'm in a conversation, kind of like what happens in the podcast, it's like, I have to go, I have to listen to this. So I have to do whatever I have to do to make the podcast interesting. So a lot of my personality is wherever I'm at has to be interesting. It's like oxygen. I can't breathe if there's nothing happening. So I have to inject something. And so if I'm around someone that I feel like, okay, this is not enough, I'm going to inject. So what if I stop doing that? If I stop doing that, then I can really see what that person is. But if I'm always injecting that, I don't really see you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God you had me on the pod to talk about Egypt. (laughs) (laughs) So I I was wondering, uh, Alexandra is a sexual blind and as... uh, my life partner. <laughs> How do you experience chemistry? Oh, Jesus. Well, okay. So I think from my perspective, I would. All right, let's see. <laughs> okay, so I think from a social self press perspective, and maybe self press social is similar, but from a sexual blind perspective, experiencing chemistry is very fucking scary. 
It's very scary. Well, because it feels like, so you asked why. Why? Um, It feels like something that is going to like undo everything I've Mm -hmm. tried to stabilize and Mm -hmm. create and... Get you out of your clothes, so to speak. John. (laughs) So, for those not watching, the way John is asking these questions is he's just like slithering into my neck (laughs) to ask that. So, that's fucking what it feels like. It's just like feeling like you're being like watched by a predator all the time. (laughs) The serpent. One microphone, two souls. But I do think that, like, from a sexual... So I'm sexual blind. Sexual is my blind spot. And, like, I don't think that there's... And this is, like, something people have talked about, but in case it needs to be uh, re-emphasized, the blind spot never is just, like, integrated and then done. And then you never have to think about it. I'm healed, whatever, whatever. And so from that perspective, the sexual instinct will always feel like I'm about to go insane or something like that. Like, it always feels... A little scary, not scary, no scary. <laughs> um, it always feels a little bit like, yeah, like I'm about to come undone. Like I'm about to like throw myself into a fire and and maybe not come back. Um, so I know that people experience it as like excitement or whatever, but I think also as a social type, what I can experience as excitement is a social resonance, not a sexual resonance or some kind of ego flattery, not a sexual resonance. If it feels like safe and I'm fully in control, I'm not sexually excited. I'm in control, Mm -hmm. which is not the same thing. So do you experience chemistry with me? Yes, Don. <laughs> How do you experience chemistry with me? John just wants to hear me talk about him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but actually, wait, but I have I'm a question a- about that because, uh-huh. I mean, you're in a committed relationship. Uh-huh. And so chemistry has a different quality, I'm imagining, of safety Yeah. because of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm single. And the and experiencing chemistry. Single. Someone- He's single. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, everyone. Um, that's a, no, my when I experience chemistry, it's like if I if I feel attraction for someone, uh-huh. it's like I experience it as um, an uprising of energy in me. That um, to your point, it's like language fails here. It threatens to undo me. It feels out of control. It mm-hmm. feels like almost to to ride this would be basically to like consciously grab onto like the you know those motor, like when someone's water skiing behind a boat or something, like to grab onto one of those without skis and just to be like, <gasps> yeah, okay, yeah, here yeah, we go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and also as a social dominant, it's like, um, what would this, what would this do for our relationship? Yes. This could shatter, um, our oh. connection. Oh, I see and, where you're going. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, it's like the idea of initiating the idea of flirting, for example, um is uh it's just it's like i don't even know how to place it it's like this is sort of humiliating to realize in the last couple of years dealing with, like awakening to my sexual blindness mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. flirting is hard mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's hard you know it's it's a um it's not a mode that i can access in a stable way kind of 
it's ever. not stable. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah. It's, that's the whole point. It's not stable. Maybe yeah. that's actually, that, maybe that is the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's um, like it's a, a wave of unpredictability. Yeah, it's like surfing and it's right. not. Um, and it's moment to moment chemistry that can mm-hmm. turn into anything. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, and again, there you go. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> like, even, even, you, even you saying that is like, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I kind of I'm interested in it I want to try I want to experience it I want to get good at it well you know I'll, 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 yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, okay, three. I'll start I'll start flirting with you <laughs> <laughs> alright we don't have very much long but so we should do one more and then wrap this shit up um, because my phone my laptop will die Let's see. There's sort of maybe uh, like so when I was polling uh, people for questions on Instagram, somebody sent me that Tumblr thing. And maybe in a future thing, I want to talk about some of the yeah, yeah, yeah. gross misconceptions that arose on there. John is a two. I'm a two. So that's you're right. <laughs> you're totally right, Very Tumblr girl. Thing. Tumblr girl. <laughs> you're right. He's a two. We don't uh, know anything about the Instagram or typing or anything. Yeah. He came over with a fruit basket. And, uh, I gave everybody a, a long kiss on the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and grabbed their little tongue. little fruity butts. And, <laughs> you know, just, yeah. I, I love love. I know I love to love. Don just, he doesn't have a line to two. He is a chord two. Chord two. We don't know shit about intimacy. twos. You know, I, I, so, you know, we talk, somebody on that Tumblr thing actually was like, Where's the emotionality of four if he's talking about how fours have a limited emotional range? And it's like a lot of the emotionality of four shit out there on the internet is not about like it's 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 about the the nine collage right. of all, all experience. The yeah. All the feels. And that's not four. Fours are not just like hyper emotional beings. There's a lot of emotion, but it's punctuated by frustration and it's under the surface and it's a withdrawn type, it's like I don't want you to get into this. Yeah. Like, yeah. and that's the thing is like fours very much are heart types, but there's a lot of like, I don't want you in this mess. Yeah. yeah. And so we were talking introverted like, heart, mm-hmm. introverted heart. Yeah. It's like, I'm trying not to get anybody involved in yeah. this unless I really care about yeah. you. Yeah. And like, I feel like, you know, I don't talk about my feelings a lot, I think, but like, especially the three of you guys know how mm-hmm. heart type I am. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, that's like a, I think. I think people are just like just don't understand the heart center very well. Right. I think we understand the mental yeah. center in a certain way because we're yeah. kind of a heady type, and then body type is kind of easy to get. But the heart center and why it's related to image and identity is not very clear. I think. You know, yeah, no, that one's Gray made asked a she asked a really good question. I hadn't thought of. She said, uh, "Do you know why that this might be the case that there are far less heart types than head and yeah?" Like, oh, that's interesting. Really if you think about it, there's a lot more sixes and nines than threes, uh, and twos and fours are very rare. Mm-hmm. So, in there, people don't really have a frame of reference for hard types because they're not that very. That's many a great point. Yeah, it's true. Well done, Gray. You know, it, fireworks from a from from a Gurdjieffian point of view. From from the Gurdjieffian point of view, like the reason we have the, or like the three centers correlate to the three forces, right? The mm-hmm. body is the negative force in the sense that it's the force of entropy. And the head is the active force, and the heart is the reconciling force. Mm-hmm. So there's something interesting there with our difficulty in reconciling our three three forces. That mm-hmm. maybe I don't know. There's something there to me. Here's something yeah. interesting too: is if you if you look at um, developmental theories like Ken Wilber stuff. Um, it's, it talks about basically going from the biosphere to the noosphere, which is like from body to mind. 
and it skips over the idea of heart altogether mm. or identity yeah. as a as a developmental layer mm-hmm. or as a aspect of experience. And so the idea of a self concept is is actually talked about quite a lot, but it's not it's not ever centered as the most salient aspect of your um, self concept. It's very interesting, you know. Um, and I think that's actually part of the contribution of the Enneagram to the world of whatever integral theory is that. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good yeah. point. It's a hard time. So we got to understand hard times better, but we have to wrap up and say goodbye. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. And thanks to our No, no, I mean, we have a couple audience. minutes to say goodbye. Oh, okay. Whatever else All you right. want to say. <laughs> Crazy. All right, bye. Wrap it up. If, if anybody wants to have, get on the mic and say something, this is your time. Yeah, I'm going to vacate the seat and go to the bathroom. <laughs> you got one. a couple minutes to do your shout outs or let people see your face and whatever else. Yeah, come on up. Come You've got. This is your chance. <laughs> Do it, Hexad girl. Get up here. No, I'm, I'm more assertive, apparently. I win this race. Um, no, I just I wanted to say real quick, um, as I've only been in Enneagram loosely prior to this, and I do have to say that um, I'm also in the ops community, and when everyone gets t- shaved by ops and they get typed with them, I'm like, oh, my God, this objective shows me who I am. Can you translate that? Shaved. Ops and, ops oh, objective shaved. personality system. Shaved means you got typed by Dave and Shan because you, you were bearded and shaved, and now you're, you're, you're naked for the world to see. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at me doing social. <laughs> but, yeah, so yeah, congratulations. What's, the more important part of that is I have personally found that Enneagram is far more transformative mm-hmm. than ops. And I love ops. And I have a channel I talk about it all the time, but, like, this has been more powerful Mm, and the way that you guys are presenting it has been more powerful and um that means that if you don't buy all their shit you fucking suck okay (laughs) thank you who else is next we have very little time left a couple minutes (laughs) (laughs) i wish i could have queued up some music but anyway yeah yeah let's close it up I, I gotta shut this thing down before my battery dies. So that's okay. really what it is. All right. Well, thanks for everybody. And thanks for uh, yeah. This pod. Yeah, we're gonna have, send us some um, money. Send us some money. We're gonna have more meetups like this. So we hope to see you at the next one. Most of you, some of you not, but and I'm most just, of you. <laughs> and I'm figuring out how to use the streaming software, so we might be doing more streams. So yeah. look out for that. And we should all do it in New York, so that you guys come here to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you have to do shit. I'm, so we don't I'm have not to going move. to Texas. So. <laughs> you might have to come to Chicago. You might have to. I don't come think to I'm gonna go, go to Texas Chicago. <laughs> no, I'm not going back. <laughs> I'd like to go to Chicago. Let's go to Chicago. I'll go to Chicago. Yeah. All right, guys. Windy city. All right, All right bye. Bye. bye.